Wake, wake up. up. Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? of 2021 it's 604 in the morning and it is going to snow depending on where you are till about eight steve was looking at the uh the old doppler too yes and uh he noticed uh, that it's night it's a more rainy depending on where you are though you could see some snow till eight o'clock it'll go away you got a high of 47 today overnight low at 33 and then partly cloudy and 58 tomorrow so like uh, i was hanging out with alicia last night had to. We both live there, you know. And uh, I mean, it's a big house, fish. You don't have to hang out together. Yeah. So she she was on her side of the house. <laughs> and I was on my side of the house, and we used our Alexa device. By the way, you can listen to the station on Alexa. We used our Alexa device to communicate with each other. You know, to save on our phone bill. So that's it, you know, there are couples who text each other from different rooms in the same house. Connie and Dan used to do that. Yeah. You'd be working in the basement. They actually got an Alexa in each room. That's where I got the idea. Where they could talk to each other because you can hilarious. use it as an intercom system. No way. Yeah, it's like I didn't a, know that. It's a function you can do on there, hmm. much like how you can enable our station. It takes a little bit of work, but it's you know you can play us right there. Mm-hmm. Alexa, play Mix ninety five seven. Oh my god! I hope it turned on. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Alexa, turn on. Wait, Alexa, play ninety five seven. Mix ninety. Dang it! I did. I, 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 oh know, my god! Happened? I don't know you what just happened. did. You uh, turned on a competing station in a different state. I did. Yes, that it is did. exactly what you did. Honestly, if they have not enabled the skill to turn on our station, they'll get some wonky station with a subpar show in another part of the country. It's they. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. Uh, Alicia was like, "I don't hear you and Connie waking up your face." And I was like, "Well, that's all because you have the wrong station." And you're like, "You big dummy!" Pulling that the eye boogers. Cheap. No, I was going to oh. say those cheeks down, like. Trying to make him sound hot, Kristen. Well, you were digging your eyes. <laughs> Pulling and your beautiful face down and smiling and you know, listening to the sweet, sweet sounds of us. Oh, that's yeah. usually when I wake up, I have to get the eye crusties out. Mm, <laughs> you sound so yeah. sexy. No wonder you hit it off with my friend Marino so much, Christine. So how are you feeling today? Because you actually, so Christine uh, has been relatively on time every day. And this has been a thing as we brought Christine's on the show full time now. Connie obviously passed at the beginning of the year. In case you're not in the know, Connie of Connie and Fish passed from cancer at the beginning of the year, and we miss her daily. And uh, Christine's on the show full time, and you're now you're into the window of like you should be adjusted to this schedule. Except for you did have a random thing, which happens to everybody, where you just had a crap night of sleep. Yeah, uh, and it happened 
this was the second time this week where you just wake up in the middle of the night and then just keep waking up and checking the yep. time and your body just shoots up and you keep looking at the time. Doesn't and... matter if you work at 4 a.m. Doesn't yeah. matter if you work at 2 p.m. Exactly. It's still, you're like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. I hate those sleeps. And then you go to work and you're, you're weird yawning and your uh, co-workers look at you and they say, no. Yeah. Bad. And then you try to put your finger in my mouth and then it got weird. Yeah, that's oh. true. I've told her if she keeps <laughs> yawning. <laughs> when she first started filling in for Connie, Steve, she would yawn all the time. Mm-hmm. And she was coming in for three-fourths of the show at that point. And uh, I was I was like, I'm going to start putting my finger in your mouth. <laughs> because it's I'm a sympathy yawner. And then it makes me yawn. You know, and then, what right. are you going to do this show like this? You know? No. No. Not fun. You know, it's funny. Every morning person, I swear, every morning person, like in our industry, has said you'll never get used to the schedule. Nope. There's people that do. Yeah. And there's people that don't. Yeah. And there's no one in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, period. I have a friend. He's been doing, uh, Johnny's been doing mornings for uh, probably 60 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you just go by his face. <laughs> and no, he's, he's actually, he's your straight up rock jock, good looking yeah. dude. And he works out every day at like 2 a.m. So yeah. All right. I'm up. I'm working out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a machine. Has a hot young wife, too. <laughs> That's crazy. I know, right? So, like, he's, uh, he's kind of a ninja that way. Yeah. But um, yeah, some and then other people like you know myself, mm-hmm. Connie, definitely Steve, mm-hmm. who I, I'm assuming got a bad night's sleep too. Uh, Izzy didn't go to sleep to close to midnight. Uh, so he uses this kid all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Kids are a, yeah. a good excuse in life. We were in a meeting the other day with our. Uh, we have a new sales manager. It, it, our building, like, uh, we recycle. Uh, we People? recycle management in our building like you recycle cans in your home, yeah. you know? <laughs> and uh, our, we were at a meeting with uh, our new uh, sales director of sales or whatever she is yesterday. I don't titles change all the time. And uh, or a couple days ago. And Steve's like, uh, she's like, so who's a homeowner? And I'm a homeowner. Christine's a renter. And Steve's a renter. Mm-hmm. He rents a home. Christine has an apartment. And I'm like, uh, Steve's like, well, I'm you know I'm uh, I'm, I'm going to be a homeowner. Yeah, one day. But he stopped himself because he would be a homeowner right now. But baby. But the baby came. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think it, it, to my knowledge there was a it was like a Brit- Brittany was like I want I want Charlotte to have a baby brother or sister. And Steve was like Sure, honey. And then she went, "Well, it's happened." Is that a good way to yeah, say it? That's pretty solid, yeah. Yeah, thank you. And so, how's your new house doing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, Colton Underwood, as we discussed yesterday from the show The Bachelor, came out as gay. Yeah, he came out yesterday in an interview with Good Morning America. So, he was talking to them for a little bit, and he uh, comes out as gay, and then we talked about it on the air a little bit. I, I, one of the things I was talking about is, the women on the show, because mm-hmm. you know they're going to start interviewing some of them. He obviously said he, uh, one of his confusions and coming to the conclusion whether he was gay or not was that he really liked. Or he was in love with Cassie Randolph, yeah, his ex-girlfriend. Name. Okay, Cassie. Yeah. And that was from The Bachelor. Yes, that oh. was his season of The Bachelor. He chose her. Well, he did yesterday when he was on television apologize uh, to everyone, including Cassie. Mm-hmm. Do I regret being The Bachelor? And do I regret handling it the way that I did. I do think I could have handled it better. I'll say that. I just wish I wouldn't have dragged people into my own mess of figuring out who I was. I genuinely mean that. Colton also sharing a message for Cassie. It's hard for me to articulate exactly what my emotions were 
and going through that relationship with her was because I obviously had an internal fight going on. I'm sorry for any pain and emotional stress I caused. I wish it wouldn't have happened the way it did. You know, that's Colton Underwood from The Bachelor again, and he apologized to Cassie. And I, I don't think he had to say, uh, it's not their fault I had to go through this. Like, I don't think he had to say that. I think he almost over-apologized. I'm not, yeah. not slamming him. I'm just saying that was, a. I mean, obviously a very, now here's the irony now. It was a very careful apology, right? But coincidentally, his people, because you know he has a publicist at least, probably not like a major publicist, but a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because he was on The Bachelor. He has a television show coming, doesn't he? He does. And Netflix hasn't confirmed it, but basically it's going to be a reality show on Netflix about his journey before and oh, after cool. coming out. And what I like is that Gus Kenworthy is going to be a part of the show. Do you guys know who he is? No. He's an Olympian skier. So he's basically going to be Colton's gay guide through all of this. Is, is Gus gay as well? <laughs> yes, okay. yes. So how do they do the before? Pretend that you dated Colton Underwood, Christine, uh, six years ago. Yeah. So do they approach you and say, look, we need you to pretend that you're in love with Colton. Again, we're going to reenact this for the show. <laughs> like, how do you do the before on that? Right? Today's text question of the day. You're always anonymous when you message in via the app. It's a free download. You can listen worldwide. We have members of the Click of Six that are listening in other countries, in Hawaii, a bunch of them. So, all right, Hawaii I know isn't our country. What is the most inappropriate thing, Steve, you've ever seen go down at your job? Okay, so it's not this current job. I'm not going to say the name of the business, but uh, have you guys seen the movie Waiting? Yes, love that movie. Are you going to ruin something for me right now? No. Okay. No. Have you seen the movie Waiting? I think so, with Ryan Reynolds or something. Yeah. Yeah. So you know the game they play in Waiting? Where they trick people to go into another room, and then the other... Then the person in the other room exposes themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked at a place in the the Detroit area when I was growing up uh, where they did that. Are you serious? Yes, they played that game. Random flashing? Is that a good way to break it down? Yes, but guy flashing. Random (laughs) Guys flashing other dudes or guys? Yeah. If you've seen the movie Waiting, it's that that exact game. Yeah. And it's disgusting. And I didn't take part in it. And I got tricked into going to the the dry pantry one time. And there was someone in there. They (laughs) exposed themselves to me. And then I left. (laughs) Okay. So when asked uh, what's the most inappropriate thing you've ever seen go down at your job, Steve said guy on guy flashing. Yes. Okay, much like the movie Waiting, or exactly exactly like the, like the movie Waiting. That's where they got the idea. I'm curious about Christine's. You know, but women have a better memory than men typically. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's probably got a lot locked up in that mullet of hers. Christine. All right, so it's not at this job, even though I've seen inappropriate stuff at this job. Uh, it was when I walked into our production room and saw the sales manager and the afternoon guy like <laughs> kissing and then they like back up when Were I was like oh guys? sorry guys no was, the sales was a woman okay well I didn't know yeah. I was gonna say this and is kind of funny if you... guy, I know that would be funny and then <laughs> um uh what made it scandalous is she was married at the time oh my goodness naughty naughty uh-huh. 
So extramarital affair. In the production studio. Did you blackmail her? No. Oh, you should have. Yeah. Lane. I'm with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready for mine? You both know mine, but I don't know if the click of six does. So I'm going to ask the text question of the day. Go ahead, Christine. What is the most inappropriate thing you've seen go down at your job? Connie of Connie and Fish and, uh, you know, and I, uh, we did a lot of uh, wild things on the air when they would let us. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to know who, what kind of party you're at right now, right? Yep. Like, this isn't the party where you can do that. But many years ago, there was a station in West Michigan called The Whip. <laughs> and uh, we did morning show there. Mm-hmm. We did wild things with our stunt guy, Carter. But specifically, there was a woman on a Thursday that called in, and her name was Mandy. Oh, Mandy. I'm hoping that she is somewhere in this world listening on the app and will one day reach out to us. And Mandy was in a very, very good mood when she called in. Or frustrated, some might say. Or frustrated. There you go. There you go. Very good. Yeah, I love it. And we ran with that. We being like, I noticed it. There was, it was a John, a guy named John. There was a guy named Carter who loved this when we were doing it. And then there was Connie and I. Mm-hmm. John just shut up and enjoyed it. And because he was <laughs> that way later on, he could say he was uncomfortable and he didn't want it to happen and I would get in trouble. <laughs> I was the one that noticed it and Connie ran with it. So Connie and I proceeded to chat with this woman for about 30 minutes on the air. You know, wiped away all the breaks, got rid of a instinctively more of a no music show, right? Mm-hmm. So got rid of everything. And uh, Mandy really enjoyed the conversation. Yes, she did. Until management cut the phone line right at the end. I know. The funny thing about the conversation, there wasn't much talking going on. Not on Mandy's side. (laughs) Well, some guy and I. I've learned some stuff I can't wait to share with you here in a little bit. The five things I've learned today, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. One of them will be, including and not limited to, how you can create a sonic boom (gasps) with your mouth. Oh, So we'll talk about that here in just a few. If you want to learn how you can create a sonic boom with your mouth, that was not one. (laughs) Uh, We'll we'll share that with you. Right now, though, I want to uh, have a discussion about uh, love, if you will. Like, uh, you know, Steve, you're okay. Like, here's one of my great examples. Like, Steve, the first, good Lord, six years of your marriage or whatever it was, it's just like every time we talk about... Oh, before the kids. Oh, man, I love my wife so much. Like, it was like pukey. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I mean? Very like mushy, Steve, gushy. I still love sure. her. Was one of those pukey guys. And you see those pukey guys and you're like, oh, oh. Well, I mean, we could be friends, but <laughs> like, that's a little pukey. You know what I mean? Mushy, I gushy. Do. Mm-hmm. So I was telling Christine uh, off the air, I'm like, hey, we're going to talk about something here in a sec that's either going to make you go, eh, or it's going to, oh. Is, is that a, is that an ooh off? <laughs> yeah, that was that was you doing it, you know. Uh, it's and then Steve, they're saying they're like literally Vegas has odds for him being the number two MVP. He's the second choice for MVP for football for next year. Okay, they're saying Mahomes is first, and Aaron Rodgers would be second. Mm-hmm. That they think will be okay. So just so you know that, like, and he's a dude. Aaron Rodgers is a dude. Yes, he but is. Go ahead and get ready to grab your chuck bucket. Because here he is with Shailene Woodley uh, at Disney World. You're right here. You go. 
What is one thing that always makes you smile? This guy. You. Oh, you're so cute, baby. Yeah. How do you unwind smile. after a long day? I like, personally, I like a bath. Maybe a good glass of wine. I was going to say cuddle time, but since she went with her own thing, <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Jeopardy and a uh, glass of scotch. What is one thing you are most proud of? I'm really proud, baby, of how you make the bed in the morning. You're Thank really you. good at it. Yes. Oh and my I'm gosh. really proud of your diligence uh, with brushing your teeth. You can go for minutes on end <laughs> at times. It's true. They're obsessed Aww. with each other right now Mr. is what it is. Mr. Jeopardy, Aaron Rodgers, and Shailene Woodley. I love Aaron Rodgers. I really do. But, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that is very mushy-gushy. Are you, obviously, you're No, I Steve. love the way you make the bed, though, Christine. Go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that it. is such a weird compliment. Once we, once we I lay, love the way you brush Once we teeth. lay in premarital bliss. By the way, she's going to ruin her gums. If you brush too hard and too long, you could really move, get uh, a <laughs> yeah. gum recession, just so you know. That's anyway, why you should get an electric toothbrush. Hamburger, but you also got to make sure that you don't get too into the guns with the electric toothbrush. Mm -hmm. It's like putting a sandblaster on your wood. <laughs> yes, just <laughs> like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you want to add on to this Shailene Woodley crap party? No, it's just funny. I mean, it's cute. Like, you can tell they're definitely in their honeymoon stage. But yeah. I'm not very, I'm not like a mushy person. Yeah, I don't see you being too mushy. Yeah. Like, you're more like, eh. Let's go to bed. Is Brittany as mushy as you? Only when I get super mushy. Oh, really? And then she yeah. gets you mushy. You have to initiate it. Yeah. yeah. And then we go, we rub our noses together, Eskimo kisses, and go, I I've you. never been that mushy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love you, bro. You know I do. But I've never been that mushy with anyone in my life. Like, ever. Ever. Like, it's the monkey. Oh, my God. Or like, oh, I, I was going to say that I love the way that she breathes. You oh, know, like, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. That's so creepy. Oh, yeah, baby. I'll be your man. See, freak your freak with your cute face, head, and neck. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Mix 95.7. Uh, it's going to snow. I'm. Christine's looking at me like it's so uncomfortable. What? I was just, you're I, just I, a weirdo. I, you're a weirdo. I just, I had this visual, and I was, like, looking at her face. I was like, oh, yeah. Ooh. I wonder, like, sometimes you say stuff on the air that I'm like, I wonder what you say by yourself. What do you mean? In person, because you're so weird on the air. I talk to my fist a lot. <laughs> I wonder what you do by Is yourself. Is that weird? I talk to my, I make a mouth with my fist like this, and I'll talk to my fist sometimes. It's true. Yeah. It was a character for, of his on a different show. And yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not allowed to do it in today's society, but it's actually what's really, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, also, the uh, co-host of the show would be like, he's talking to his hand. Is that a real person? That's true. He's talking to his hand. It's actually true. It's actually true. And, and we would all say, it's a real person. And the character would, the character would say, why don't you like me, Shannon? <laughs> She, it's, it's, it's quite funny. She actually that works for funny. our company now oh, does uh, she? in a different That's market. Wild. Yeah, she's a, she's cool. It's just a weird, weird time. Okay, look, it's going to snow today till about 8 o'clock. Steve will give you traffic in a little bit. High of 47. It's not, it, You might not get the real, real snow. Just watch out for the wet spots, right? The slippies? Yeah. Overnight low of 33. Partly cloudy and 58 tomorrow. 39 degrees in downtown Grand Rapids. And then at 840... Today's text question of the day, what is the most inappropriate thing you've seen go down at your job? Like, a, what's that? We've had a lot of really good answers, Christine. We have, and Steve and his bros from his old job used to flash each other or something <laughs> in, the, in the dry pantry. Yeah, that's really weird, uh -huh. Steve. That's just, again, good guy bonding, I guess. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was horrible. Yeah, Christine, yours was, uh, yours was uh, the catching a, a couple of 
hooking up in the studio. Yeah, yeah, at an old job. And then you, Fish, and Connie did very inappropriate things on the air. <laughs> yeah, we actually did, but with this was a, a, a with a listener was the key, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, the good old days. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What, what did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Shall we learn together? I have five nugs for you, and I want you to have them and use them. So, I'm going to tell you right now, the last thing we're going to talk about is how you can make a sonic boom with your mouth. And you've probably already done it. Cool. Yeah, but I know you want to, so we'll get to it. Here we go. Electric Light Orchestra. Do you know who that is? It's a band. Yes. Okay. They uh, have the record for the most top 40 songs without a number one hit. Oh, that's so weird. (laughs) They had 20 songs make the top 40. Wow. None of them ever got to number one. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's a bad day right there. Ireland won its first Olympic medal in 1924. It was a silver in the painting competition and a bronze in the literature. Obviously, both of those competitions are no longer around for the Olympics. Why? Yeah, I was about to say, what? Yeah, the painting competition, they won a silver and a bronze in literature. Would you watch Olympics in literature and painting? I don't watch that much of the Olympics Anyway, but no. <laughs> I'd watch no. the painting one, but Me I don't too. understand the literature one. Do they, who can read the book the yes, fastest? It would be great. <laughs> who can yeah. write the fastest essay or the best essay after reading something? I like green eggs and ham. Maybe right. it's like a voice thing, too. You know? It would be fun. Uh, the United States Postal Service made stamps with the Statue of Liberty in 2011, but the picture they used was of the Statue of Liberty outside New York. The New York, New York Casino in Las Vegas. Ah, interesting. It's not clear if it was by accident or they just did it because it was a better photo, but literally, the Statue of Liberty stamp from 2011 from is the one from Vegas. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just crazy. Katy Perry's mother once dated Jimi Hendrix. Hmm, I did not know that. I did not know that either. And finally, sonic booming with your mouth. <gasps> the sounds from crunchy foods. Ooh. When you eat crunchy foods. Ow, ow, ow are actually tiny sonic booms because the food is breaking up at the speed of sound. Wow. That's so cool. So this is one I thought you'd like. Yeah. I'll remember that the next time I'm crunching on a cucumber or a chip. Yeah, you went with so cucumber? Random, random. I love cucumbers. Oh, no, it's you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and her pickle eating video was accidentally taken. I know, right? Even though her hair was perfect. All right, we're going to do Christineology in about 15 minutes here, but let's talk about what's trending. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. Okay, so do you remember, this was about six years ago. It was actually six years ago this week. There's a CEO of a company, and the name of the company is called Gravity Payments. Gravity Payments is a credit card and processing financial services company. Okay, It was founded in 2004. So six years ago in 2015, this dude sits down with all of his 130 employees and says, well, here, take a listen to what he said. It's kind of neat. What I wanted to announce today is we're going to have a minimum uh, $70,000 pay rate for everyone that works here. We've been successful enough that we're able to afford to do it, and we're very proud of that. We have nearly tripled our processing volume from a little over $3 billion to over 10 since we implemented this. So he added 70 more workers since then. Now he has 200 workers making 
over 70 grand a year. 70 or 70 is the minimum to work for him in processing. Triple deficiency. And everybody's happy because they're well, because they're working harder because they're making the minimum 70 grand a year. Yeah. What now, are the qualifications for that I job? Know, right? <laughs> yeah. well, you guys want that job that yeah. bad? Uh, I think you just got to reach out to him and ask him, and he'll just hire you. Yeah. Because you're awesome. No biggie. You're awesome sauce. So they'll do it. Yeah, I know, right? It feels like it, it would be. It's kind of brilliant, though, if you're in a position where you can do that. Now, if you're one of those seasonal seasonal businesses, like that's a hot dog stand, I don't think you can afford to pay your teenage workers 70 grand a year. No. But if you're in a situation where you have a processing plan, I mean, that's kind of neat. But I'll bet you he weaned out a lot of bad employees and got very good employees at well, 70 grand a year. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, Christine, you'd have to leave the wonderful Midwest and move to, ew, gross, Seattle. Oh, wow. <laughs> so Just like what a struggle. One of my favorite cities in the United <laughs> yeah. States is Seattle. Like, one of my it favorite cities. It is such cities. an awesome city. It, re- it really is. Okay, let's take a little walk into Fish's Fashion Corner. So in Fish's Fashion Corner, we're going to talk about a fashion that is coming back today that should not be coming back. Christine, you were joking about it the, day, the other day, but it actually is really coming back. Who wears short shorts? I wear short shorts! Short shorts for men are on their way back. No. Yes, this is actually, according to Fashion Police, short shorts for men are going back in style this summer. Like, what's now, considered short shorts for men, though? I don't know, Christine, but I want you to imagine me. Oh, gosh, here we go. He's hiking like, up his I pants. I wear boxer just briefs. because he's, tra- he's trying to show Hold the on. outline of his butt because he doesn't have I don't one. have one. Hold on. You got to pull your pants, pants gotta, real tight for I gotta, that. I just pulled up my boxer briefs. Sorry. Okay. I had to, because I was yanking everything up and the stuff. Right. Anyway, back to the, no, I, it actually really did happen. Why, what, you think I want to just shove my hands down there? Well. Christine will dig this. Side note, by the way, if you watch the show Big Sky, uh, Buffalo Bob oh. or Bill or whatever they Buffalo call him. Bill. Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs mm-hmm. is in that show this season. Like the, the character or the actor? The actor. Oh, and okay, he okay. is a boosh and he is awesome. <laughs> I'm his angel older. I still smells like this. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. Let's get out of the corner now and talk about a mom. What makes you a cool mom? So if you thought you were a cool mom, if you're the cool mom with the kids, I want you to text in and or call. Ooh, I like that. If you call, it's 6000957, 6000957. But what do you think makes you, what do you think makes you the cool mom? Just want you to know, if you need anything, don't be shy, okay? There are no rules in this house. I'm not like a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Um, is there alcohol in this? <gasps> oh, God, honey, no. What kind of mother do you think I am? <laughs> Why do you want a little bit? Because if you're going to drink, I'd rather you do it in the house. Yeah, I actually had a friend that was like that. His mom was like that. Yeah. Sure, you want alcohol? There's some in the basement. You can have it, but uh, you can't leave. Yeah. It's like, okay. I feel like we all had friends who had parents who were like that. Yeah, right? No, seriously. I I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. So, uh, Christine, what do you think makes somebody the cool mom? Uh, I think being the cool mom... uh, Having an open line of conversation with your children and not making them feel judged that way that they can come to you about whatever is going on in their life. All right, Steve, go ahead and make sure you remember that one. Steve, what's your guess for making someone that makes you the cool mom? The mom that plays video games with you and your friends. 
That okay. too. Yeah. Who's cool with your friends? That mm-hmm. too. Okay, so those are your two guesses right there. Yeah. Those are two solid guesses for what makes you the cool mom. Well, the survey came out with uh, basically breaking down what makes someone the cool mom. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. No. Uh, the answers are not exactly what you two said. The friends oh. thing kind of ties in. She lets her kids get away with some things that, quote, a normal mom wouldn't do when they're growing up. Okay. Uh, she talks openly with her kids about everything and anything. Uh, and really, she, you know, lets them drink booze in the basement and party up all the time. That's on the list? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's what it says. Let's her kids get away th- with things that, you know, what makes you the cool mom. And what do you think makes somebody the cool mom? We're going to wrap this up with you based on time constraints. Oh, no problem. Uh, just what Christina said, I'm always open to conversations about anything. We've had our dinner tables full of sex talks, wow. drug talks, wow. girlfriend, boyfriend talks. Wow. You know, because if I don't answer their questions, they're going to get the wrong answers from the wrong people, mm-hmm. namely their friends. I like you, Ann. When I turned 18 years old, my, the relationship with my mother changed a little bit and opened up a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. To where we had a better dialogue, and yeah. I wish we'd had it when I was younger. When I was yeah. 19 years old, hand to God, she called me for advice on balloon animals. No, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's actually a true story. <laughs> a few weeks ago, a while ago now, we were kind of deep into these Christianologies. About a month Steve. into them, I think. Probably yeah. even longer than a month at it this point. Feels like it. Mm-hmm. Feels like decades. Yes. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I think this is the 300th episode. <laughs> I'm just going off gut instinct. No, but your Christianologies have been unique. Now. Mm-hmm. Earlier this week, Christinology really sounded inappropriate. Yes, it did. But it was just about my hair. But there's clearly stuff going on in your head where you're writing something like that. Because I see that you kind of write it out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, maybe you post it up on this website or whatever. Yep. Okay. So today's Christinology, let's find out why. Because she said something about bad boys and I'm going to like it. Because I'm a, well, I can't remember what she <laughs> you're said You're a earlier. bad boy. I'm a naughty camper or guy. Oh, no, going back to people that are bad for you. Uh-uh. Fish will love this. That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> so let's find out. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand Christine? All right, so today's title, The Bad Ones Deserve a Second Chance Too. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wednesday evening, and I just finished writing a blog about a pop party happening this summer. After hitting the publish button, I decided to reward myself for a job well done by taking a hit off my bowl, and that's when I started looking at memes. About four to five minutes in, I came across one meme that made me stop in my tracks, or in this case, stop scrolling. This meme made such a valid point, I couldn't help but start dissecting it in my brain. It said, instead of remaking great movies, they should remake bad movies that were based on good stories but did not meet expectations. (laughs) Brilliant! Why didn't this cross any of our minds? I'm sure you can think of a bunch for yourself right now. For example, Tim Burton's version of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Terrible. Suicide Squad. Great movie. The Holiday. Inception. Whoa, stop. Wait a minute. Did you just say The Holiday yeah, is a terrible movie? movie. That's going to start a dialogue. <laughs> that is like every female I've ever I hate that movie. One of their top ten movies. Inception. Overrated. And five, Leprechaun 4 in space. 
I understand these might be <laughs> beloved. Yes, that one. I understand the that these might be beloved movies to some, but they were complete letdowns to me and therefore deserve a redo. Reboots and remakes have taken over the movie and TV industry over That's the last true. handful of years. True. And a lot of the times the remakes the remakes are nowhere near as good as the OG. Okay. So why can't we give bad movies the same Hollywood treatment? Okay, Christineology, <laughs> if you want to interact on this, there's a lot of different levels. Like, what is a movie that you would like to see remade? Like, a mo- maybe a movie that you like that everybody else, um, or you don't like, that everybody else loves. Like, a lot of people would love to see The Godfather 3 just scrapped and redone, and then yeah. he did a re-edit, and it was just it wasn't I the same. I didn't see it, but I heard it was not well, great. <laughs> Winona Ryder, a ridiculously gifted actor, was supposed to play the daughter, mm-hmm. and instead, Sofia Coppola, Francis Ford Coppola's daughter, yeah. played the daughter, and she wasn't ready to do that. She's more of a director. She kind of yeah. learned that. By the way, somebody else messaged in and said uh, they did that with Justice League. It was really crappy the first round, but just came out with the uh, Schneider Cut on HBO, and it was good. It is good. Mm-hmm. Four hours. Yeah, it is super long. I watched it over two days. Like, I mean, just because it was tough for me mentally to say, should I work out or sit down on a couch for four hours, right? Right. So, Christine, you said one of the worst, like, Leprechaun 4 is a crap movie. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Leprechaun 1. You're missing out. That was no. Jennifer Aniston's very first movie. That's fine. I'll, I'll be okay Leprechaun missing Leprechaun movies are my jam, especially See, when Leprechaun, he, he goes to the hood. But then, you, <laughs> oh and, but then you love Sex in the City. Yeah. And then you love... Like, what's your favorite girly, air quotes, movie? Uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. There you go. Solid chick flick right. is what they call it, right? And then you don't like Holiday? That was such a bad movie. And I saw it in theaters, and I'm like, this is dumb. Wow. I don't like this. I know that and Inception, I know, are two loved movies, but All right. no. All right, click a six. If you want to weigh in, weigh in all the ways of movies you think should be redone, or is Christine smoking too much weed <laughs> for not loving the holiday? <laughs> We were having a conversation. We call it Christineology. It's what's going on in Christine's head. Mm-hmm. And Christine, during the conversation for your thing today, as you were talking about bad movies, yeah. like Leprechaun 4, you wish they would remake it because it could be good, but they did a bad job at it. Yeah, so basically bad movies that were based on good stories but did not meet the expectations. I yeah. also mentioned Suicide Squad, and I mentioned Inception, and someone shamed me for it. <laughs> Yeah, she got shamed on that. It's the best movie ever. I think it's overrated. You want a little bit, and if you're going to sit down and watch like a How I Met a Guy in 10 Days or a romantic, like a Notebook, for example, movie. Yeah. You want a little bit more like comedy and love. A little bit of everything, right? I love rom-coms. Okay, rom-coms, straight up, so. Oh, hello. Do you know where Rose Hill Cottage is? Stay down there. And then just keep going. Way down there? (laughs) Holiday. Way down. Just at the end of the lane. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Kind of change of address. I'm here. I miss movie trailers like that with right. the big with a big guy, big voice uh-huh. guy. Kind of change of address. Okay, so you want stuff like the holiday, but not the holiday from 2006. Yeah, that was bad. You hate the holiday, but yet you knew exactly what movie it was. You weren't looking at it. Uh-uh. You couldn't see it. Yeah. And you said you've only seen it once. Yeah. BS. <laughs> you say you saw that movie. 15 years ago. Yeah, but I remember the concept, and I heard, what's her name? Is it Cameron Diaz, right? Yeah, I heard her voice. 
Okay. <laughs> I think she loves the holiday, but she's trying to make people mad. Yeah. No. I think it's her favorite movie. Uh, it's really not. Okay. Do we get uh, any other uh, interaction? Because I have a completely uh, talk about remakes. I got a good way to wrap this up okay. for you. Okay. Yeah. Someone said M. Night Shyamalan's Avatar, The Last Air- Airbender, could use a redo. Yeah. Someone yeah. else said Beautiful Creatures. Uh, someone said, can we talk about an overrated movie? The one I instantly think of is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, yeah. I'm I not mean, into that. I, I don't mind it. Uh, and I think that's about it. Okay, so Steve, if you could remake a movie or if you wanted to see, like, same concept. Like, Christine said Suicide Squad. There's a new one coming out, by the way. Uh, but not a remake, but a new one. What do you think? Uh, I'm going for, like, uh, the, the big one for me is I love Lord of the Rings, but I hated The Hobbit. When okay. they came out with The Hobbit, the trilogy or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I thought, yeah. need to redo that I thought The Hobbit was weak sauce. yeah. It was definitely weak sauce. Okay, so I like what what people are doing now is remaking things on their own. Now, you can't remake The Hobbit with the original cast at your home computer. No, you cannot. But what you can do, Christine, is you can grab two iconic rock songs and remake them together. Okay. So for no apparent reason, (laughs) typically would never hear these on this station, I'm going to share with you Van Halen, are you familiar? Mm-hmm. No, I was talking to Steve because he's probably not. He's going to think it's Bon yeah, they're Jovi. Part of, yeah, I was going to say, they're, uh, that's, that's the guys from Bon Jovi, right? No, no. Van and Halen. Metallica, you know. Yeah, they yeah. Uh, opened for Bon Jovi once. Yeah, okay, there you go. Metallica's Enter Sandman, Van Halen's Panama. Just This is just like 30 seconds of it for, you know, why not? It's a remake. Is that a good remake? Good that was awesome. I'm going to throw that on our socials right now then for you guys for no apparent reason and just to frustrate management. <laughs> Why not? What the hell? <laughs> Rando Texto is something that we do. It's just random things going on in your life. Maybe you can do it th- that way. You can also call us and send us voice messages via the app. Rando Texto message via Apo free download in the Apo Store. Please help settle an in-house debate between my wife and I. Ooh. My wife buys those moist Pottenell wipes because she likes the container. She thinks it's okay to leave them out in clear view in our bathroom. This really drives me crazy! Exclamation! Exclamation! Exc- He's got them everywhere. <laughs> He's very passionate. Yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> yeah. We got it. We should put those away when we have company over. Do other people even use these? I know I have never seen them before at someone else's house. Oh wow! Just sitting out there. <laughs> Literally, that's it for today's that's- random. <laughs> she was doing her neck. This is it thing. Okay, so there was drama in their house. The question is about the moist Cottonelle wipes. And by the way, are they called moist 
Cottonelle wipes, is that the name of them? I don't know. I mean, oh, they are moist. Okay, yeah, yeah then let's try and just, uh, let's just call them Cottonelle wipes from now on. People get creeped out by the word moist. That is weird. Stop saying it. You started it. I said it once, though. Yeah, you were in your rando texto, which is about moist cottonelle wipes. <laughs> you can call them wet cottonelle wipes. Ew. Or just wipes. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about bathroom wipes, potty wipes, right? Yeah. And uh, they're saying, so this is the dude saying, my wife leaves them out and it's gross. Yeah, she leaves them out in clear view and he thinks those should be hidden. Some people would be like that with a box of tampoons. Yes. You know, you don't put those in your community bathroom right on top of the counter. You put them in the cabinet. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Christine, what do you think? Uh, I actually have some wipes. They're <gasps> they're huggies. They're the baby wipes. And so okay. I have those sitting right out. I don't care. Like what? Like um, on your kitchen counter or like where? Everywhere. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> in the bathroom. She wipes wherever she needs to wipe. <laughs> I'm so dry. Oh, my God. I'm so dry right now. I need to wipe my armpits. <laughs> Okay. Hey, they could be a good refresher. Hey, okay. <laughs> I feel like we're doing a commercial. Smell like for them. baby powder. And I should try it when I get home. I got a bunch laying around too. <laughs> so weird. All right. So Nikki said. So, Nikki texted it and said, "We have our wipes on the back of our toilet. We love them." Yeah. So it, you don't mind them leaving the wipes out? No, people appreciate them. What's different from toilet paper, which is where mine is below the toilet paper? I've never used a bidet before. I worked somewhere where there was one once, but it was always broken. The guys would was so i never got to use one so i've never used a bidet before which i'm assuming is the same thing as a wipe essentially it's funny you say that because someone messaged in fish and said what drives me crazy is that y'all are living in the stone age bidet or bust baby <laughs> oh, God. oh lord steve what do you think leaving out the uh, cottonelle wipes uh i don't see a problem with it the one thing i do want to do a public service announcement yes, real quick I know is where do you're not going. flush your flushable wipes because they shouldn't be flushed what they can ruin sewer mm-hmm. systems and your own plumbing so the flushable wipes yeah. should not be flushed They're is that no. a fact that yeah. is a fact yes yeah. there's been a lot of like sanitation specialists and, and like sewer plate uh like city sewer uh, things saying wow you're learning yeah they go Way in the go. trash yeah that, that, so that's why i will never use those because that's disgusting because <laughs> Well, I wipe, mean, used wipes in your trash. Yeah, but then you can wrap them with like toilet paper or another. I mean, but why do you use toilet paper at that point? Why use the <laughs> same toilet paper? Because the moistness. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like go for the. We're it. having this discussion for a reason, fish. People use them. <laughs> uh, go for if you're gonna wrap your wipe in toilet paper and it's the same amount of toilet paper that you well, would use on the if toilet. It needs to be wrapped. <laughs> I don't even understand. Sure, keep going. Okay. Uh, this rando texto, rather confusing to uh, members of the Click of Six Day. You can weigh in all the ways. Go ahead, Christine. Read it out one more time. All right. It's from a brother in pain, by the way. Please settle an in-house debate between my wife and I. My wife buys those moist cottonelle wipes because she likes the container. She thinks it's okay to leave them out in clear view in our bathroom. This really drives me crazy. We should put those away when we have company over. Do other people even use these? I know I have never seen them before at someone else's house. I totally agree with this, dude. And I'm dying to hear what everybody else is saying about these (laughs) cottonelle wipes and wasting toilet paper and whatnot. (laughs) OMG. Rando, texto, messageo via Apo, free downloado in the Apo store. Okay, Christine, what are we looking at? Please help settle an in-house debate between my wife and I. My wife buys those moist cottonelle wipes 
because she likes the container. She thinks it's okay to leave them out in clear view in our bathroom. This really drives me crazy. We should put those away when we have company over. Do other people even use these? I know I've never seen them before at someone else's house. Okay, so now we go to Kara hiding in Hawaii right now, not from the government, but from her family in a restroom so she could call in. She's listening on the app. It's a free download. You can listen worldwide. Here we go. Kara, what do you think? I would totally hide them. Thank I would you. totally hide them. And if I went to your house, I would hide them. And if your toilet paper was on the toilet paper roll the wrong way, I would also change that. <laughs> Amen to that. It's got to be over, not under, right? Yeah. Totally. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So, Kara, yeah. let me ask you about this wipe thing, right? Because I, I always try and imagine for some reason, I think it's an instinct that I'm single every time I hear one of these rando textos. And like, so I'm, let's say I imagine that I'm single and I go to, well, Christine has them out everywhere, apparently, all over her house. <laughs> Doesn't that it almost, isn't that almost just kind of weird for someone to see? Or like I think so. I mean, we all know what happens in the bathroom, but we just don't need the visual every time we go into said bathroom. You know what I mean? Yeah, I Says do. Says the woman calling from the bathroom. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Thank you so much for calling, Kara. That's a very good point, Christine. And I think you just trumped her on that one. Yeah. You got her on that for sure. Okay, Christine, what are we looking at? Uh, who cares if the wipes are out? If the husband cares so much, why doesn't he just put them away himself when company is over? That's the debate in the family, though. That's why we're calling. That's why we're doing this right now. Uh, someone who I totally thought was Steve, but wasn't, said, "Just don't have company over. Problem solved." Boom. <laughs> that is a Steve. Uh, that is a Steve for sure. Someone else said, "Leave them out so I can use them." Uh, even if you put them away, I would find them. I have a habit of opening cabinets when I use the bathroom at friends' houses. Oh, my God. Is what someone said. Hmm. I feel like that's a conversation in itself. Opening your cabinets? Like, I, like, I want to hear more. I want to hear why they think that's okay. There's another rando text all right there. Right? right? <laughs> why is it okay for you to go through somebody else's cabinet? Isn't that no different than me going through your underwear drawer? Well, I mean, unless you put underwear underneath the sink. <laughs> I mean, Maybe who doesn't do. in case you got an accident? Hamburger, you got kids. <laughs> Steve knows because Steve can make a baby. Steve likes to tell everybody that. Uh, that's funny. Uh, we're about 10, 15 minutes away from a new thing that we're going to call the, 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 the 411 on the 420. Right, yes. You're still trying to get that uh, yeah. to be a thing. The 411. Stop trying to make that happen. <laughs> Stop trying to make what? What'd she just say? Stop trying to make fetch happen, fish. Why? You can't fetch that. Is that fetch worthy, Steve? I don't think that's fetch. Right. I don't think that's a fetch. I think you used fetch wrong. <laughs> the 411 on the 420. Yes, yes, okay. It. That's going to happen, but first, oh, this frat. Were you in a frat at all? No. Were you? <laughs> Steve? No, like a, I was not, no. I am one of the only fraternity brothers ever to take a, get into a frat and make the frat more money and make a bunch of money myself at the same time. Cool. The first one? I did both. I, I, I don't know if I'm the first, but I'm, I got to be one of them. Okay. I mean, what? I, I think. <laughs> but this frat did something so cool that it's the top story in Toad's Trending. Let's peep what's Toad's Trending. Toad's Trending. With Connie and Fish. Connie and Fish. So, for over a decade... A 74-year-old woman in Louisiana named Jessie worked as a cook for the Phi Gamma Delta fraternity at LSU, which is what, Christine? LSU? Uh, 
What Louisiana. State? There you go. There yeah, you Louisiana go. State there University. There we go. I was literally go. trying to make her sound smart just now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, her last year was 1996, but some of the frat guys always kept in touch with her once they graduated. Mm-hmm. They recently found out that she's still working two jobs to pay off her mortgage at 91. So 91, sorry, not at 91. Two jobs to pay off her mortgage. So 91 of these guys from Phi Gamma Delta got together and pooled their money and did this. I remember Jesse told me a story a long time ago about this house and what it meant to her. Uh, Part of the problem with the house is it comes with bills and all kinds of stuff. Let's see what we got. We're going to pay your mortgage off. Yeah, that's right. They paid off her mortgage. $52,000. Wow. So about forty-five grand of it's going to cover their mortgage, and the seven grand is for her to just Play take with? a breather. Yeah. Yeah, just take a breather. She's working two jobs. She was their cook in the frat. See, frat guys aren't always bushy. Like the frat I was in, we weren't bushy. My buddy was in the bushy frat, but they were all fun, too. <laughs> but they were all fun, too. <laughs> yeah. That's what, so what I used to do when I was in a frat, I was Alpha Sigma Phi at Central Michigan University, and I used to I used the frat to as, create a network of people. Why are you looking so I shocked? I had no that you idea were... you were in a frat. Yeah. This is my first time hearing that. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, may I help a help a help a help you? Just kidding. That's not right. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> so anyway, what I did was I used I utilized my frat as a network, and I started DJing their uh, dance formals. Eventually, I would meet Connie this way. Their dance formals and all their other things, renting a DJ system mm-hmm. from the radio station Connie worked at. And I made like four or five hundred bucks a pop. My, me and my buddy Zia used to do frat parties, and yeah, we sounds like a good time. That's when I got to make out with that girl from U of M, but I said no because I was in a relationship. Oh yeah, no, you told me you did, and then you admitted to it. Well, that's what I meant. I did make out with her, but then I said no to the rest. <laughs> you said <laughs> yeah. no to the rest. Yeah, there was going to be more, and I said no. I said, oh, I better stop. That was dumb. But anyway, <laughs> because they, you got dumped anyway. No, yeah, no, she I came back with me. She went back with oh, me. Oh, really? G-A-M-E. G-G-A-M-E. Oh, Are right. you going to give us the 411 on that as oh, well? Oh, my goodness. New segment coming out in a little bit. The 411 on the 420, which is slang for 420, which is a reference for the wacky tobacco. It's true. First, though, I got to talk about your cable bill or your bill. So I months and months ago, Alicia gets you know falls off this horse, okay? Like, she gets bucked off the horse. Buck, I'm sorry, yes. bucked off the horse. Thank you, Steve. She gets bucked off her horse, which is a lot bigger of a deal than falling. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, for a while, was sleeping in a chair, and she watched TV. And then she would uh, go up to the guest room and sleep up there, right? Because you didn't want to knock her yeah. collarbone because she broke her collarbone. So she would be watching TV, and she'd fall asleep with the TV on. Well, eventually, after two or three weeks, we got a notification from our cable company saying, your internet, you're about to max out your internet for the month, which we have never done. We didn't even know we had a max. So just know if you stream something overnight on like a, a server and you're not plugged in directly, right? Mm-hmm. And you're streaming it, you're using your internet. Yep. Yeah. Now, the reason I'm telling you this, this is a real deal that's going on with Netflix. They want to help you get a good night's sleep. I see you. Yes, you. Scrolling, thinking about going to sleep. Falling asleep isn't that easy. I'm Eve and I'm here to help. This is Headspace Guide to Sleep. 
In this series, I'll teach you new facts about sleep backed by science. Things you didn't know, you need to know. Like, do we really need eight hours? Is going to bed with our phones really that bad? And I'll go there. Do those pills really work? What? Through mindfulness and meditation, you can take on tomorrow healthier and more rested. So whatever kind of mind you have, put it to bed. Headspace Guide to Sleep, only on Netflix. Interesting. Yeah, this is coming out. So here's the thing. I'm afraid you're going to fall asleep watching it. It's going to keep playing, and then your bill's going to go up. So heads up. Just be careful with your streaming on that. However, I... I and what she's gonna she's gonna go into the conversation about those pills. If you're taking that pill before you go to sleep, you ain't gonna be sleeping. I don't think they're uh, talking yeah. about that one. Pretty sure she was talking about like ambient or something pill. like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we know what fish does before bed. <laughs> you know what? Whatever. That's the, the okay. Mix ninety five seven. Okay. So are you guys ready now to take a little journey? Into the the, the four one one okay on the four two zero. What that is, what the four one one on the four two zero is, is when I like it, it, this would be like Christine has told me before. She's never changed a tire. Yeah, you don't know how to do that. No, right? yeah, no Steve, idea. Being a dude in a marriage, like <laughs> I, this is me talking about weed with you two in the room. So. Let's talk a little bit about it. I'm going to tell you about what's going on in the world with the, the weed, the pot, the grass, the dope, the reefer. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. The hash, the herb, the chronic. Herb. <laughs> yes, the chronic. The, you know, I'm talking about when you're blasting and you're burning one down. You're the going loco. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you're torching up. You're getting the wind. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Do you feel what I'm saying? I'm getting more more confused. That's, I thought we were talking about weed. We I are. feel what you're we saying. Are. Do you feel what I'm what I'm throwing down? Okay. So I have a couple little nugs for you that have been going on, and, and one of them starts ha, nugs. with with this. That's, Ha-ha. That's, that was that, that one. That was punny. Okay, was it? It was. Yeah. I nailed that one. I had no clue. Okay, so I got a couple quick nugs for you. <laughs> one of them starts in Ireland. A landlord in Ireland found out that his tenants were growing weed and kicked them out. Marijuana is bad. Okay. So what he did was <laughs> uh, he uh, was hard up for cash because he had no tenants at that point. Mm-hmm. So he turned that apartment into his own grow, ho- grow house <laughs> and got arrested. That's out of Ireland. Yes, that's the story on the, the weed for you. Okay. <laughs> the, the herb, the dope, the ganja. Okay, another one for you here that I have is about Steve Urkel. The other day, I don't know why, we were talking about the show Family Matters. Did I do that? And uh, Steve Urkel, have you guys heard of Purple Urkel? No. It's a strain. Yes. Did, are you guessing or had you really heard no, it? No, it's a strain. Okay, well, Steve Urkel has nothing to do with Purple Urkel, and it is a strain. Strain is slang for weed. It's not <laughs> slang for that. It is. No. It is. You, Steve, this is Vicious 411 <laughs> on the 420. I'm, I'm here. This is a, a random segment we will be doing when the weed is in the news. <laughs> you seem so, so excited. Great. Steve, yes. What do you mean? I'm, I'm just I'm, let him live on this high. I, I, I know, right? There you go. Look at that. Living mm-hmm. on the high. See what she's doing there? So anyway, we were talking about this. Steve Urkel's purple Urkel, right? And that's not Steve Urkel's though. Yeah. But he has come out with his, his own form of the ganja, his own joint, his own blunt, his own uh, buds, his uh, boom. 
skunk. His, his own rogue. <laughs> rope. Hey. His, 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 his boo. It's also called boo. Did you know that? The broccoli. Yeah. Mm. Birdie. Yeah. So if you are uh, into that stuff, it's called It's Purple. Like it's Urkel. It's I T S P U R P L. So is it his own strain or did he come out with his own like weed yeah, brand? It's his own strain. Of, okay. Because you mentioned joints and blunts. and. Well, that's what you make out of the strain. Oh is you blunt it up. What? I don't know. He should have called his strain, Did I Smoke That? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. Very good. I like that. Now you have been given the 411 on the 420s. Hilarious. Today's text question of the day is fun. What is the most inappropriate thing you've seen go down at your job? And the stories are definitely fun fish. Yeah, Christine's <laughs> been a very not, I would say, giggly, but I would say smiley as she was organizing the text question of the day today. So somebody said, I ordered a brand new printer off eBay. It was from a company that had uh, extra they didn't end up needing. When I received it, I unpacked it, and I found in the bottom of the box a bunch of X-rated DVDs. <laughs> Apparently, one of her employees hid them there, and he retaped the box. Oh, that's funny. That is. <laughs> the worst and most inappropriate thing that I ever encountered at work, someone else said, was this, the following. At one point in time, there was a gentleman who everybody decided to unclog a toilet. Not everybody knew he was odd and that he was an alcoholic, not that that has any bearing on the unconventional method. He decided it was uh, easier to use his hand Ew. instead of a plunger. I will go, I, I will not go further, but you guys did ask the text question of the day. What is the most inappropriate thing you've seen go down at your job? Guys, I've worked at a hotel for years. I've seen everything from somebody sleeping uh, to two people having balloon animals. Yikes. Saw male co-workers butt crack hanging out once. How do you tell your coworker politely that he needs to pull up his pants? Throw an ice cube. What? That's not a polite way of telling him <laughs> that. That's not a polite way. <laughs> it's Why funny. Like, oh, what was that? Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to do that to you next time? <laughs> hey, mine doesn't show. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. You got the pookie. Uh, somebody said, I probably shouldn't say, but I will. A married girl I worked with at a cosmetic store came out of the waxing room with a construction worker from across the hall. <gasps> she was disheveled. We all knew what happened there, don't we? <laughs> nice. Guys, one day I was working a flight. This is from a steward or stewardess. Mm-hmm. <sighs> a steward or stewardess? Oh, yes. yes. Maybe we could get our friend Stuart the Steward to read this one. Yes, please. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Stuart the Steward. Please buckle up and get ready for this answer for today's text question of the day now. Christine will read the text question of the day. What is the most inappropriate thing you've seen go down at your job? A member of the Click of Six messaged in. I was working a flight and a young man walked off the flight and my supervisor met him at the gate and started to talk to him and I thought they were family friends. My supervisor, late 30s, the kid was 19. He took him across the ramp, which is the no-no place to go-go, and into the office. When I finished my flight, I walked across the ramp into the office. I walked around the corner, and I saw them wrestling with their mouths and tongue. I was shocked and nervous, and I just turned around and walked away. Weirdest, most inappropriate experience I've ever seen, and that has been read by Stuart the Steward.
that bell was delayed on purpose. <laughs> okay, text question of the day. Thank you, Stuart. Uh, again, most inappropriate thing you've seen at work. Somebody said, uh, guy smoking a one-hitter of the Mary Jane out back in the smoke area. A very drunk co-worker sucker punching another co-worker's boyfriend Ooh. when he was picking her up from a sponsored Christmas party. Ooh. That is a great way to kick into the top five-ish, Christine. Yes, it is. What is the most inappropriate thing you've seen go down at your job? Lunch lady brought edibles in, passed them out to teachers and staff in the teacher's lounge during the school day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what? Somebody else said, at my old facility, I worked in, uh, walked in on two residents married to each other, having balloon animals. Problem was, the husband was on blood thinners. <gasps> so, magic pill. Yeah. Which he didn't get from any nurses at our facility, which led to the most awkward phone call to the family. Please don't give your sweet, sweet daddy the magic pill. Is probably where the conversation went. That's a weird way to say it. That is a weird way to say it. Top five-ish text question of the day. What is the most inappropriate thing you've seen go down at your job? Number five. Well, this girl I work with gave me a hug the other day. She always gives me this weird look and pokes me in the boob. And she says, wow. These are really squishy. Says a lot about the work I do. By the way, uh, I work with kindergartners. Okay. I uh, watched two dunces try to fix an automatic machine in a factory. It had two finger press safety measures where you need both hands to activate the machine. Now, guys, this is specifically done to stop people from sticking their hands in there and do something wrong. So you don't cut your fingers off. Bro one told bro two to activate the buttons when he held something in place inside the working area with the robotics. Bro one had Full digit removal. Bro two ran out whilst vomiting, leaving bro one hanging. Bad bro code. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I read Thank that one last night after I posted it on Facebook, and I was like, oof, that yeah. sounds horrible. Yeah. All right, as far as the ones we have written, right, number two. What is the most inappropriate thing you've seen go down at your job? I had a gentleman who on his very last day of work stripped down to his boxers, all of his clothes, threw them, threw them all over the office, playing this song, bleep this job and, you know, take this job and shove it, basically. Yep. Or whatever it was. It was fishing hysterical. <laughs> nice. And finally, number one. Most inappropriate thing you've seen go down at your job. Hey, guys. This person said, now, Christine goes through these, so thanks for this one, Christine. This is going to be interesting to edit. Okay. Hey. Hey, guys. It's from a sister with a brain, so that's her voice in my head. Yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm actually the one that did the inappropriate thing at work. He, he. Recently, I hooked up with a guy at work in my office. I had it. Okay. Oh, I had a dress on and apparently dropped the soap by my desk, and it was hot. <laughs> Could you get that? Did you figure that yes. out? Yes. All right. Uh-huh. And finally, via, via the telephonic device... Travis is with us. Now, Travis, apparently, Steve says, uh, warning pig? Warning pig for this one. Oi, oi, oi. Uh, so, I did maintenance for an apartment complex. I called in at, like, midnight to fix somebody's stove. Okay. And they asked me to join in the group balloon animals that they were having a little party. Okay. <laughs> I want to say something, Trevor. We have a delay button here. I, 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 we have a delay button here. And I was riding it. I was ready to hit it. 
I want to thank I, you for I being wise. About it. <laughs> no, you were very good in the way you worded it. So, again, he was a maintenance gentleman. This is the bonus number one for the text questions. The most inappropriate thing you've ever seen in your job. And Trevor or Travis, uh, so you ended up hooking up with him? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh no! They were twice my age. Oh. <laughs> so, and I'm not kidding you when I say there was a bunch of buck naked people. There was wow. a, a bunch of so like a bunch is more than eight. Oh, there was easy tell like twelve to fifteen people. Wow. Wow. I was like, I gotta go. I'll take care of this tomorrow. <laughs> wow. Dude, that is awesome. That is a bonus answer for the text question of the day. Had they been your age or a little younger, would you have considered it? No, I am a very happily married man. Uh, <laughs> well, you could have just brought your wife over. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, Travis. All right. Uh, he, dude, walked into a situation straight out of a movie. Becomes a bonus in the text question of the day. Inappropriate thing at work with balloon animals and a group of people. Yeah, it just got to take a minute for Travis. Travis, here you go. We got to do this for you. I can be your hero, baby. I can kiss away the pain. That's what they thought when they saw him. You know it is. <laughs> okay, so question. Would you have? No. If you were single? No. Because that sounds like Steve's college days. <laughs> Christine? Oh, definitely yes. Okay. Definitely no. I've I would have been, been no. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> wait, wait. Did you have you really been in that situation? Oh, so, have you I been mean, Travised? Not like, yeah. I haven't. Not in Travis's situation, but I've definitely been offered. You've more been travised. It's called being travised. Okay, yes, I've been travised more than once. And <laughs> really? No. Excuse me. And by the way, did she flip her hair just then, she or was did. that just me? Yeah, she's like more than once. Excuse it me. A lot. I'm very busy. <laughs> I'm very busy with group activities. Oh my god. You ready to get funky? Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 